You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the Profit Podcast, everything NFL and fantasy football related all season long with your host, Calvin Wright. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. It is November 9th, Saturday morning. I am recording this about, um, I don't know what time it is. Anyway, we're going into week 10, a couple more weeks, and then we're in the fantasy football playoffs. You're going to be, uh, it's important week. You're going to be looking for those uh, number one seeds, which can get you the buy, which is very helpful. I always hate it when I, you know, you're the best team and then you lose first week in the playoffs. Very, very frustrating. But I'm here to help you to make sure that won't happen. All right, so this is a Starts and Sits podcast. So uh, I put up a sticker yesterday asking for any Starts and Sit questions. And I'm going to be getting to every single one of them. I'm going to be giving you my my insight. I'm, I am no prophet. <laughs> okay, I am. I, well, uh, I, I can't see the future. I'm how I base this off of is looking at trends in the players' uh, recent weeks, uh, their matchups, their situations, and even some of the weather. But, you know, crazy things happen, so I'm just doing my best, which sounds like a cop-out. But I've been pretty accurate past couple weeks. I, I've been doing pretty good, pretty, pretty good. All right, so let's get into the first question after that boat of confidence to the listeners. Uh, DJ Moore, Golden Tate, or Michael Gallup? Choose two. I, I would go with DJ Moore and Golden Tate. Gallup, he's dealing with some injuries, and the Vikings secondary, it is not a great matchup at all. They're currently ranked 8th in pass yards allowed per game, or 8th in, meaning that they're the 8th best at not allowing pass yards per game. Kind of weird wording there. Now, Moore and Tate, they are both seeing great matchups. The Jets, they have a pretty poor defense. They uh, just lost to the Miami Dolphins, which in my book gives you an automatic pretty poor labeling. And Golden Tate's matchup against the Packers is definitely good. But what I love most about these two players is how many targets they're receiving each week. Uh, The past four weeks, Moore is averaging nine targets per, per game, which is just insane especially if it's a PPR league, that gives you a, a really nice baseline floor. Now, since week four, Moore, he hasn't seen anything less than 90% of the offensive snaps, so he is on the field a lot, and he's seeing a lot of volume, so he's going to definitely be involved this week. Now, Golden Tate, he's also seeing a lot of targets too, not quite as many, but with Ingram out this week, Tate, he should have a big game. All right, next up, Jarvis Landry, Michael Gallup, or Singletary at Flex? I'm not too confident with Landry this week against the Bills. The Buffalo is one of the best secondaries, only allowing 184 pass yards per game and only 118 last week. Uh, mind you, that was against Dwayne Haskins in his debut, but still, to hold any NFL team to 118 pass yards, it's crazy. They're a great secondary. Now, against the Browns, it could be ugly. Baker Mayfield... 
does not look great that offensive line. They're it's gonna they're gonna have a field day against him. They really are. The Buffalo Bills defense, one of my favorite defenses this week. Now Gallup, I talked about a second go. I'm not too excited this week. It's not a not a great matchup. Uh, the Vikings, and he's banged up. Uh, and they've got Amari Cooper and Elliott there. So I'm not too excited about him this week. Now, Devin Singletary, he broke out, uh, kind of took place over the last two weeks. He had kind of the breakout and then the full breakout. And he's out-touching Frank Gore. He's out-snapping Frank Gore. He's seeing a lot of receiving volume, actually, which his biggest not coming into the league was his receiving, which is proven to be a pretty good receiver. And he's as efficient as ever. And the best thing about it, I, 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 went, I watched that game, actually, and... He was a great pass blocker, great pass protection. There were a couple of plays where Josh Allen should have been sacked, and uh, Devin Singletary jumped in there at the last second and picked up the blitz excellently, which is a great way to earn more work in the offense. And the matchup against the Browns, it's incredible. The Browns are the third worst rush defense in the league, and the Bills, we all know they love relying on the run game. They kind of have to, uh, <laughs> but they're going to be able to do it once again this week, just rely on... Devin Singletary and Frank Gore and Josh Allen running, and I think they will be able to do it well against this Browns defense, so I'm very excited about Devin Singletary, and I would start him at your flex. All right, Packers or Browns defense? Ooh, neither defense is really that good at all. In fact, they are both pretty bad, but I guess guess it comes down to this, really. The Carolina Panthers, in my opinion, they have the ability to score more than the Bills, it doesn't come down to which defense is better necessarily, but the Bills, they're going to rely on the run game, and they'll have two turnovers at least probably, and they'll score you know enough to win, but, but they, they aren't going to put up 40 points. Uh, they're probably going to go out there now and put up 40 points now that I said that. But Christian McCaffrey on the other side, he has the abil- ability to score. We've seen him score four touchdowns all by himself. He's He's routinely scoring multiple touchdowns per game. He's on a whole different level now. And yes, Josh Allen, he'll throw a pick or two, and there will be some sacks. But McCaffrey, he has the ability to really put up a lot of points. And I'm expecting him to have one of the best games of his career this week, honestly. The Packers, they'll be able to score, and McCaffrey will have to retaliate every single possession and he can against his Packers defense. They're a bad rush defense. So I, I guess I would start the Browns over Packers just because I don't think the Bills will have the ability to put up as many points. All right, Robert Woods, uh, Zach Pascal, Jalen Samuels, or Devontae Parker standard. Uh, Robert Woods, not a big fan. He hasn't lo- he hasn't really been what we expect this year. He's put up a lot of dud games, even with Brandon Cooks out with the concussions. And the Pittsburgh defense, they're really good. Zach Pascal, he's looking pretty good past few weeks. 76 yards and a touchdown, and he did that against the Steelers last week, which is very impressive. And his matchup against Miami, it's a fantasy owner's dream, really is. Now, Jalen Samuels, I love this week, but mostly in PPR leagues, even with uh, with Connor out. Now, Parker, I like a lot, especially with the injuries to the other Dolphins wide receivers, but I I don't like putting my trust in the hands of Ryan Fitzpatrick. Not sure why, but I just don't. So I would uh, go with Pascal this week in uh, in standard leagues, especially. Now, wait, uh, okay. <laughs> Looks like Jacoby Brissett has been downgraded to out just right now. So that changes Pascal because uh, Brissett is his quarterback. So, uh, their backup, uh, Brian Hoyer, is now the Colts, now the Colts uh, quarterback. 
Uh, so I, that does change things for me because Zach Pascal, he does have that great matchup and he's been good, but Brian Hoy, I, okay, so I think I'm going to pivot now to Jalen Samuels, even though it's a standard league. He he should see enough volume that even without the PPR points, he'll get in the end zone. He, he should have a pretty good game still, even if it is against the Rams, who are, are a pretty good defense. So Jalen Samuels, I am going to start there. Uh, I think I'm going Jalen Samuels with the news that Brissett has been downgraded to out. All right. Should I trade Nick Chubb for Leonard Fournette and the Steelers' defense? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Chubb, he is only really going to go downhill from here, I think, uh, with Hunt coming back. He'll, he'll still be a good running back, of course, just because his talent is insane. But Hunt, he's going to have a role. Now, I talked about Fournette on the five-player podcast last Wednesday. But he is going to be great, and from here on out, he's going to score more touchdowns. He's going to be great. He already is pretty great. And the Steelers' defense, that's a that's a really great thing to throw in there, too, and get in the trade. They've been great. Oh, and uh, the Steelers? Mm, uh, yeah, they do. Okay, the Steelers, they play the Jets during the Fantasy Super Bowl. So if you get to the Super Bowl, you don't have to worry about your defense if you've got the Steelers. Uh, so, yes, I would take that trade. I would, I would take uh, Leonard Fournette for Chubb straight up, and... Adding in the Steelers' defense, no-brainer, I'm taking that. All right, Russell Wilson or Jameis Winston? Okay, so Jameis Winston, he should have a huge week. He passes the ball a lot. We've seen he can put up 500 yards, but he can also put up four interceptions. But he takes so many shots downfield, I really think uh, Winston has a great game this week, especially against Arizona. It's, It's a great matchup. But Russell Wilson... He's really, really good. He's a must-start, I think. Even even though his matchup isn't as good on paper, I'm not as scared of the 49ers' defense as most are. Yes, they've been great, but they have allowed a great game from Kyler Murray. And Wilson, he essentially is a bigger, better, more experienced Kyler Murray with better weapons. Throwing in Josh Gordon into the mix, DK Metcalf, two monstrous human beings. And then Tyler Lockett just coming off that 40-point fantasy game. Then he's got Chris Carson in the backfield. I think think Russell Wilson gets it done, and I think he's a lot safer than Winston because Wilson has never gone out there and put up four interceptions or five interceptions and ruined your week. So Winston should have a good week, but I'm more confident in Wilson, and I think Wilson can do just as well this week, even against the 49ers. All right, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Not really a question. Uh, I uh, start Nick Chubb. I think you have to if you have him. Kareem Hunt. Uh, Okay, so I would try to trade Chubb before the deadline, if the deadline hasn't passed, I guess. Uh, I'm not really sure what you're asking. <clears throat> but if you do own Chubb, make sure you also own Hunt, which it sounds like you do. Uh, I think Chubb, he'll be a running back too from here on out. And Hunt, he might be a flex. It's really hard to know what's going to happen. We don't know. If, we don't really know if Kareem Hunt is going to come in and be the Duke Johnson for that offense and see a lot of receiving volume, or if he's just going to be kind of a change of pace, or it's going to be a kind of Latavius Murray or Mark Ingram, Alvin Kamara type of thing where they're almost 50-50. But I think it will probably be bad for both running backs fantasy-wise. The tandem, it really works best on good teams like the Saints, but the Browns, they are not a good team. So I would try to trade Trub, uh, maybe target Leonard Fournette if the owner is desperate on by this week. And you, you may have to add another player 
because they're probably worried about uh, Kareem Hunt. So maybe Chubb and Fournette and maybe someone else. I'm not sure how the Fournette owner in your league values him. But try to grab a bell cow who's not going to be sharing a lot of work. Uh, that's what I would try to do. Now, if you can't Chubb, I think you're going to still have to start each week. But downgrade your expectations for him to more of an RB2. All right, Marlon Mack or Chris Carson? I love Chris Carson, even though he, even though he's starting to remind me of Man Eleven. Do you remember? Do you remember Man Eleven? They had a game mode where you could turn on a thing called Fumbleitis. Pretty self-explanatory what Fumbleitis is, but that it reminds me of Chris Carson. He uh, has a, has trouble holding onto the ball, but he's still great. And uh, but I would go with Marlon Mack. He's he's going to destroy the Dolphins this week. Uh, Mac, he's been pretty decent all season long. Uh, I don't think he's as good as Carson right now, but the matchup, it's incredible. Uh, look at his schedule. He hasn't really had a good matchup yes, yet. Uh, really, the only two or so plus matchups. And against the Kansas City Chiefs, he had a huge game. But against the Dolphins, they'll be able to run him a lot. He'll see a lot of volume. And the Dolphins, they're easily beatable for Mac. And especially now with this recent news that Brissett is out, I think they're going to have to lean on the run game a little bit more than they already were going to. So Carson can't go wrong. He'll be good. I, I think he has a pretty safe floor. But Marlon Mack, I think he could have a huge game and potentially win you your week this week. Uh, I, I just don't. See, I like Carson, but I don't think the Seahawks, they'll be in a position to run the ball all game long. Where with with Brissett out, I don't know if the... Uh, yeah, they're still going to beat the Dolphins pretty handily, I think. Uh, maybe a lot closer than we thought, but Mac, he should, he should get a lot of volume, and he'll be able to produce against that defense. All right, Chris Carson, Michael Gallup, uh, Parker, or Odell Beckham Jr., standard. Uh, I would start Chris Carson or Odell Beckham Jr. Not really excited about Gallup or Parker. Talked about them earlier. But, yeah, not too excited about them. I think Carson, like I said earlier, he's going to have a good game. I think I think he gets you know at least 60 yards and he'll probably find the end zone. So he's pretty safe. But I think Beckham has more upside. Now, I don't have the confidence. Yes, Baker came out and said we have to force feed him, which makes you go, yay, fire up Odell Beckham. But, but be realistic. You should have been force feeding him all season, and you haven't. So what? What? What does this change? Just because you say something doesn't mean we do it. Yeah, Matt Nagy says he's going to run the ball, but then he comes out and runs it four times. So until we see something change, I don't have the confidence. Uh, he hasn't forced him yet. Why should? Why should we believe he's suddenly going to force feed him? Especially they're going against the Bills, who are incredible defense. Like I mentioned earlier, they. I don't see a world where now. It's tricky because Beckham is so good, so talented, and it takes one play for him to take it to the house and have a great week. But I don't have much confidence in the Browns, especially this defense. They're going to be sacking uh, Baker all day long, a couple interceptions. So I would go Chris Carson much safer. And, uh, yeah, I'm not too interested in Odell Beckham Jr. this matchup, especially until we've seen something change. All right, last question of the day. Jameson Crowder, Williams, or Parker for flex this week? Hmm, I'm not really sure which Williams. There are quite a few Williams in the league. Uh, Tyrell Williams, Damian Williams. If it's, I mean, if it's either of those, I think I would still start Crowder over most of the Williams in the league, especially if it's PPR. Crowder, he's been seeing a disgusting amount of volume, more volume than he should be, really. They just kind of force-feed him the ball every third down. And against Miami, he should be able to do some damage. Uh, He should be able to, uh, yeah, he should have a good game. Wait, no, not going against Miami. 
Uh, I misspoke. He went against Miami last week. He's going against the Giants. That's what I meant. Okay, against the Giants, not a whole lot of difference in defense-wise. He should be able to do some damage with at least one of those 10 receptions. So Crowder, I would play over Parker and Williams. Most Williams, I guess. I would play Crowder over. Should have a good safe week and should have a very good week, actually. All right, so that was the last question of the starts and sits. I thank you all for listening. I hope I answered your question sufficiently. If you still have, still curious about something, just hit me up on Instagram. I will try to answer it as fast as possible. And I'll be putting up the uh, weekly start and sit post on Instagram where you can ask more questions. And they aren't as in detail. I'm more just tell you, yeah, go this guy, go this guy. Uh, I don't have as much time, but... Hope you enjoyed this. Hope it hope it helps you out and good luck this week. It's a it's a very important week. Hope it goes well. Thank you. <laughs>